Welcome to the podcast, the place where we want to make God known. Hey guys, before we get into the podcast, I just have to first and foremost apologize for the noise in the background. There was a lot of things going around in my area. And so if you could just please tune that out and try to pay attention to the podcast, that would be super great. Okay, guys, enjoy today's podcast. Bye. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever or wherever you are watching or listening to this, I'm going to welcome you to the podcast. Without further ado, I want to get straight into today's topic. Today, I want to be speaking to you guys about how to get closer to God, how to get in close relationship with God. Whether you know it or not, you and I are designed by and for God. It's so critical and so important to know this. And so whatever stage of life that you're in, I want you to know that the deep sense of longing, the deep sense of intimacy and getting close is a sense that comes from God. And if you're far away from him right now, it's because God is wanting to draw you closer. And so I don't find it any coincidence that you're listening or watching this podcast right now. I believe that God wants to give you the instructions. He wants to give you principles, but not only that, he wants to give you the truth of his words so that you could draw close to him. And in response to that, he will draw close to you. So let's get into the four truths on how to get closer with God. You guys ready? Let's do this. Truth number one, you and I cannot get close to God unless it's through Jesus. You and I, let me repeat it again, cannot get close to God unless it is through Jesus. Jesus is the only way to get close to God. I love what John chapter 14 verse 6 says, so clear and so bold. Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one, catch this, comes to the Father. No one draws close to the Father unless it's through me, Jesus says. So important to know and understand this. For many of us who are listening or watching this right now, this may seem elementary. So if it is, it's a good reminder. But if you don't know this, it's so important for you to grab this point. If you want to get closer to God, the only way for that to happen is to go through Jesus. I love what another passage says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13. It says, once you are far away from God, and he's talking to Christians, you and I, we're far away from God at one point when we were living in our sin and when we weren't in Christ or believed in Christ. We are far away from God. But now, after you believed, after you accepted Jesus into your life, you have been brought near to God through, catch this, the blood of Christ. See, it's only the blood of Jesus. It's only his sacrifice on that cross that we accept, that we receive 
and believe that we could draw close to God. So truth number one is you and I cannot get close to God unless it's through Jesus. Truth number two, the nearness, catch this, of God's presence depends on us through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's so important for us to know. Because if I just stopped at depends on us, then we would think it's by our own willpower. We would think it's by our own effort, but it depends on us through the power of the Holy Spirit that we received. Okay. The way to God has been provided to us by Jesus. We just established that Jesus, who is God initiated first. He's the one that did that first by going to the cross for us. He did that. He provided the way. But now, after we have received and believed, God gives us instructions for us to draw nearer to him so that he could draw closer to us. And the instructions he gives us is meant for us to be obedient to, to be disciplined in, so that God could draw near to us, so that we could have a deeper and intimate relationship with him. I don't think there's any other verse apart from this one in James chapter 4, verse 8, that says it so clearly. Draw near to God. He's talking to Christians. He's talking to you that's listening, that's watching this, draw near to God and catch this. The result is he will draw near to you. He will draw near to you. It's your responsibility on how deep of a level your relationship with God is. It's on you by the power of the Holy Spirit as you listen to his instructions and what he gives you. Do you guys remember that game, Hot or Cold? right? You get blindfolded by a friend, that friend hides an item. And basically based off of the instructions that you hear your friend giving you saying hot or cold, you know that you're near the item. As we listen, as we obey, as we take responsibility to adhere to our friend, God himself, his instructions God will draw close to us. We're getting hotter and hotter and hotter. We're getting closer and closer and closer as he is, as we draw near to him and as he draws near to us. So here's how we could take responsibility to listen and obey God's instructions to draw near to God so that he could draw near to us. I'm going to give you some practical things here, okay? Number one, the instruction that God gives us is to prioritize your relationship with God first. Listen, if you and I are not prioritizing our relationship with God first, do not be surprised if you don't have a deep relationship or a close relationship with God. The scripture is very clear. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Seek first Make him a priority. I won't even take it a step further. Make him everything. 
He is your everything. I think sometimes when we hear prioritize him first, we we kind of think of God and our relationship with him as a checkbox in an, in an agenda to check off. And that's not what our relationship with God looks like. No, no, no. He's every part of our life. He's in our spiritual life, our emotional life, our mental life, our physical life, our financial life. He's in our relationships. He's in everything. He's everything. But prioritize your relationship with God first. So critical that you do this. Number two, find a space to be alone with God. This is also another instruction that he gives us. He says, whenever you go to seek God, close the door be in a room by yourself and begin to seek the Lord, begin to wait on the Lord, begin to draw near to him so that he could draw near to you. Number three, start with Thanksgiving. Start with Thanksgiving. The Bible says to us, enter into his courts with Thanksgiving. Enter into his courts with what? Thanksgiving. Okay, the way we enter into God's presence is with thanksgiving. And so what should we be thankful for? What should we start off with when we're in this time of prayer and drawing close to God as he is drawing close to us? Well, number one is to remember the gospel. In other words, remember the blood and the body, communion. The Bible says to remember as you do communion as often as possible. So this is something we want to be doing. Remember the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Remember what he's done for you. Remember the good news. And as you bring that to your remembrance, you just give thanks to him for that. Number two is to thank God for who he is and what he's done for you and what he is doing in your life right now. Start off by giving thanks to who God is in your life, that he's faithful, that he's kind, that he's gracious, that he's just so much, right? So much to be thankful for on, on who he is in your life. And also give thanks to him about what he's done for you in your life. He's, he's delivered you out of things. You weren't in this, you are not in the same place where you used to be. Uh, he's done so much in your life. Give him thanks for that. Give him the honor and glory that he deserves in your life. Okay. So number four, be vulnerable with God. I really believe that when it comes to drawing near to God and for him to draw near to us, one of the instructions that God gives us is to be honest with him, be authentic, be vulnerable. If you are sad, be sad with God. If you're angry, be angry and express that to God. Don't hide it. Don't suppress it. I, I really do believe that the more honest you are with God, the more of an intimate relationship that you could develop with God. Number five, read and study scripture. Listen, if you're not in your word, if you're not in the Bible, there is no way for you to draw close to God and for him to draw close to you. It's so critically important that you develop this habit in your life to create the discipline of reading and studying scripture. This doesn't necessarily mean that, okay, you hear this, you feel convicted, and now go 
read the scripture for five, six hours. No, no, no. That's not what I'm talking about. But what I'm talking about is start small. Start just reading a verse a day. But don't just read that verse. Meditate on that verse. One thing that really helped me that I heard from a friend of mine is what she does is she reads one verse, right? She writes it on a little piece of paper and all throughout the day, she's reading that verse. She's meditating on it. She's chewing it. She's extracting all the nutrition that comes from that verse, everything that God wants to speak to her. And so in that same way, you don't have to read so much. You'll get to that place eventually. But if you haven't developed that habit in your life, start now by just going small. Okay. So study and read the scripture. And so listen to this. As you're reading the scripture, I'm going to give you practical questions on what to ask yourself as you're reading the scripture. Number one, what does this tell you about God's character? When you're reading the scripture, what does this tell, what does this particular scripture tell you about God's character? Number two, what does this tell you about his ways? And when I say his ways, I'm not just talking about what he does, but I'm also talking about why he does it. Man, that's what the scripture says, actually. The scripture actually says that Israel was accustomed with his works, right? But Moses was intimate and accustomed to his ways, not just what he did, but why he did it. Number three, how does this apply to your God-given identity? You and I have a status. We have a status of sonship and daughtership. And based off of that verse, what does that tell you about your God-given identity? And what does it also tell you about life in general? Number four, how do you apply the scripture that you just read starting today? It's not enough to just hear and read the word of God. We have to write down literally on a sheet of paper, as practically as I could be right now, to apply the passage that you and I just read, okay? Here are some additives to reading scripture. Have commentaries or study Bibles to really understand the scripture that you are reading and what the text is saying. Um, also, share the idea, share the text with a Christian friend, right? And get their perspective on that passage that you are reading. It will help you out a lot. Okay, number six, prioritize Sunday gatherings with the saints on Sunday or whenever it's time that you meet up. I cannot emphasize this enough. Do not neglect the gathering of the saints. I don't think we understand this because in our world today, we have, especially after COVID-19, we have made it a thing to not prioritize Sunday gathering or gather with the saints. I don't know why. Um, I don't know if it's because we're not adhering to the instructions that God gives us in scripture, which literally says to not neglect the meeting of the saints. I don't know if it's because it's just a disobedience. I don't know if it's because people are saying, I don't have enough time, you know, like I have work, I have school, da, 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 da. And what I would say to that is that's just an excuse. It's an excuse for you to not gather around with the saints. Um, you could properly manage your time. You could properly manage your calendar to get the things that need you, that you need to get done throughout the week so that you could prioritize Sunday gatherings. Okay. So that's, that's a whole nother thing. But 
prioritize the gathering of the saints. I think this is so important for us to draw close to God that you could draw near to us. I'm just, by the way, I'm just giving you instructions that are based off scripture that will help you draw close to God so that the whole point of this entire thing is so that you could get closer to God so that God could draw close to you. Number seven, start a conversation with a Christian friend about who Jesus is and what he's done in your life. I'm telling you, there's something powerful when you begin to have a conversation with a Christian friend who loves Jesus just like you, and you begin to talk about him. You begin to talk about what he's done in your life. His presence just shows up and the atmosphere just is filled with his glory and his presence because you're talking about him and you're sharing with a friend about him as well. Okay. Um, Here's another one. Be obedient to the Holy Spirit. So critically important. Number nine, remove to work any sin out of your life. You and I have to know that sin is a barrier to getting close to God. And so really work on removing any sin out of your life. And maybe I'll get into a podcast into cyclical sin, habitual sin, where it's like you you cannot get over this sin. I'll talk about that another time, but this is something that could really help us to get closer to God so that God could get closer to us. Number 10, ask the Holy Spirit to search your heart and lead you down his path. Search your heart. I I think this is a prayer that I really love is asking God, search my heart, God. If there's anything in me that's a barrier towards seeing you getting closer to you, reveal that to me and lead me down your path, the path that you want me to be on. Number 11, be disciplined to be consistent every single day. This will really, really help you out. Truth number three, a heart of repentance from sin. If we really want to get close to God, it's so important for us to have a heart of repentance from sin. What does that mean? To have a heart of repentance means that you're humble to admit when you're wrong, when you've done wrong, right? And turn towards Jesus and his ways. Turn towards Jesus and his ways. James chapter 4 verse 10 says, humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up. Humble yourself before the Lord and you will, he will lift you up. When you begin to humble yourself and you begin to have that humility to say, I'm wrong. God, I was wrong in what I've done to you. I was wrong to what I've done to this person. You just have that heart of repentance from that error or that sin that you've committed. And when you're that humble and you have that humility, the Bible says that he will lift you up. He will really do that. And so remember to always have a heart of repentance from sin and God will come close. Truth number four and the last, live in grace and not the law. Live in grace and not the law. To live under grace means to be under the constant flow Catch that. I want to emphatically say that to live under the constant flow of unmerited and unconditional blessing of God instead of the brutal tyranny of condemnation under the law. Romans chapter 6, verse 14 says, Sin is no longer your master, for you no longer live under the requirements of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace. I love that passage. 
It's just, it's worth to just create a space for us to meditate on it. You no longer live under the law, but you live under the freedom of God's grace. Second Corinthians chapter three, verse six, the old written covenant ends in death, but under the new covenant, which is grace, the spirit gives life. The spirit gives life. We can draw near to God or he draw near to us if we're always tormented by guilt and shame under the law. The law will always condemn you. The law will always make you feel guilty and shameful because we fall short of it. But when you live under the constant flow of grace, his love, his forgiveness towards you and I, the Bible says that it is his grace, it is his kindness that leads you to repentance. And so the truth is that we live under grace and not the law as new covenant believers. The law brings condemnation, but grace, what it results in is in freedom. And when you live under grace, I'm telling you, the more you could draw near to God and get closer to God. So those are the four truths on how to get closer to God. Number one, you can't get close to God unless it's through Jesus. Number two, the nearness of God's presence depends on us through the power of the Holy Spirit. Number three, a heart of repentance from sin. And number four, to live under grace and not the law. So I hope that I helped you guys out and gave you value on how to get closer to God. I encourage you to leave a comment down below to let me know how this gave you value or leave me a review over on Alpha Podcast or Spotify to also let me know how I am doing as well. Share this podcast or this video with a friend. And I just want you to remember, just like I say every single week, I want you to know God and make God known. Ciao, guys.